Hello, otakus, and welcome to the second episode of the Undercover Otaku Podcast. I am Kennedy, and today we are going to be going over what I am currently watching and reading, as well as what is on my list to watch and read for this year of 2022. Where I live today in Michigan, it is very cold, about 15 degrees, so I have some heating blankets on me, and I'm struggling a lot. So if you are in a warmer place, I am very jealous. But with that out of the way, let's get into the episode. An obvious anime that I am currently watching is Attack on Titan Season 4 Part 2, the final season. I am sure 99% of people are watching this, as they should, and I just have to say, even from the first episode, it looks really hype. The animation looked amazing. I already know this season is about to be crazy, and I don't know the ending, so no spoilers. Even though I did get a pretty big thing spoiled for me already. Thank you, YouTube comments. But yeah, see, episode one... Um, came out very strong. The intro was amazing. I love a good screamo hard metal intro and that might be maybe my second or third, probably third favorite Attack on Titan intro. So that's pretty nice and I'm just really looking forward to where this story will go from here. One funny story about Attack on Titan is that I actually dropped it while watching season two. I got pretty bored of season two. I didn't really know what to expect from it, but once season three was getting so much hype when that finally came out, I decided to rewatch all of season one and two, and I stuck through it. Season two ended up not being too bad, especially the last part, but season three, as most of you probably know, made up for it as one of the best seasons of anime ever. So I'm really glad that I stuck to Attack on Titan and didn't drop it, and I will be continuing to watch it each week. I should also add before I get more into this that there will be no spoilers included. So. Don't have to worry about that. The second thing I'm currently watching is Demon Slayer. Shocker. Another very popular thing. And it is on the same, comes out the same day as Attack on Titan, which is amazing. And it is a Sunday, the same day as football. So make Sundays a little better for sure. I definitely enjoy Attack on Titan more than Demon Slayer. But this season of Demon Slayer is starting out. Really, really good. Amazing action scenes. Um, Tengen is amazing. Zenetsu just coming out being crazy. They all trained a lot. And obviously, Nezuko's starting to get crazy without being spoilers. But yeah, fight scenes are awesome. There's a lot of comedic scenes. So Demon Slayer, what else can you really say about that? Then their two personalities mixed with Karuma's like serious and cool, delicate personality, and then Koabara's just weird, crazy, out there personality. It makes for a really funny and entertaining group. And I also like Botan a lot, so love the characters. The fighting is really cool, and I'm really excited to see how this series evolves. A little funny fact, I don't know if any of you out there watch 90 Day Fiancé, but I am really big into trashy reality TV, especially dating ones, and 90 Day Fiancé is kind of the best out there for some crazy drama. But there is an American who is really into Asian culture, mainly anime and samurai, things like that, and she's on 90 Day Fiancé because she is going to get married to a Chinese guy. She was asked what she likes in a guy, and she was laughing and saying that she likes guys with long red hair, green eyes, and a fox spirit in them. 
And I am currently watching Yu Yu Hakusho and realized that that is Kurama. I didn't know which character that was before, but I don't know. I just found that really funny. So that was her big anime crush, I guess. And I understand why. Last thing about Yu Hakusho is that I was trying to collect the manga, but a lot of people say the anime is better and the manga is really hard to collect. There was talks about there being a new print of the Yu Yu Hakusho manga, but I have no clue. So as of right now, the manga is not on my radar. I'm not sure if the anime had an ending or not. So let me know if you can, if the manga is worth getting or better than the anime. But I'm definitely enjoying the anime. And I am, I rarely watch things dubbed, but I will occasionally. And I'm watching this dubbed, and I don't mind the dub, so... There you have it. The fourth thing that I am currently watching is another seasonal anime that is Tokyo 24th Ward. I am pretty sure it is an anime original, which is kind of unique. I feel like it's rare to see that. The first episode was an hour-long premiere, which is always fun to see, and it was actually really, really good. The basic premise is that there is this island, this man-made island, and it has a lot of crime and trouble involved in it. There's not really a lot of rules and things like that. It follows this friend group from high school. They all have their little quirks and different talents, and one of them, he has just always talked about being a hero, and he'll put on this costume and try and go and, like, saving people from petty crimes or little arguments and things like that. One day, a couple of his friends are in trouble and inside this burning building, and he go in, goes in to save them, and one of his friends, and which is also his best friend's sister, had died, and he was not able to save her. So that kind of put the friend group in astray a little bit. They went their separate ways, and he gave up on his dreams of being a hero. One year later, after this incident, exactly one year later, the three friends get a call from the girl who's died's number. The call is telling them, or asking them, rather, that if there was a train, the brakes stopped working, and there was a girl on the train track, would you lead the train off the track, killing everyone on the track, but saving the girl? Or would you let the girl get hit by the train, saving the people on the train, but killing the girl? And also, what if that girl was also in your friend group? What if you knew them? I thought this was a pretty interesting topic and thing to see because I actually had an ethics class in college and was asked the same question. It's seeing, I guess, how you value human life. What do you want to save? Like 50 to 100 humans on the train to save this person about getting hit by a train? Or would you save the one person from getting hit, which could lead to everyone else dying? And that's a really crazy thing to think about, especially if the one person is, say, a family member or someone you know, then would that change your idea? So it's just kind of something interesting to think about. So the friends get a phone call from their dead friend. They, she asks them this question, and they feel something going on inside of their brains from this call. All of a sudden, that same day, they start having these crazy abilities. One, he was already a really good hacker, and he can hack like crazy now. He's super smart, and he knows all the stuff he didn't before. The other one, he has a lot of money, his father's the mayor, and he is the brain. So... He comes up with all the strategy. The last one, the one who wanted to be a hero, he had already done parkour and he could do cool stuff like that. But now he can run and jump across buildings and do all of this crazy shit. So something from that phone call made all of this happen. And then 
to make things worse, it actually came true that their friend ended up being stuck on the train track and the train was going to hit her. So they had to figure out what to do from there. And that is basically the premise of the first episode. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the characters a lot. I liked the animation. Again, I thought the concept was really cool. Leaves a lot of mystery as to who this caller is and how she knew the future and how she changed their abilities and also what they're going to do from here. The second episode was more going into the characters' backstories and we got a lot more character development there, which is definitely good for the story. It was less action, but it's important for us to get to know the characters and even the character who is now dead, we got to see a lot about her past too. So really looking forward to how this anime is going to turn out and I will definitely keep you updated. The last thing that I am currently watching, I know only five anime is not a lot. Usually I would be watching like 10 at a time, but with work and especially manga, as I stated in my first podcast, I am just way more into reading manga right now. But all these anime I am loving at the moment. So the last anime I'm watching is called Tribe 9, and I believe it is another anime original, but I I am not sure about that. In it, all of the younger generation formed tribes or gangs, and they would fight all the time. They were causing all these problems. So instead, Neo Tokyo made it a thing where instead of fighting, if you're getting in this big gang fight, you settle your differences by playing a game of extreme baseball. And yes, this sounds like really just funny and kind of stupid, which it is, but it was actually pretty entertaining. I might be a little biased here because I played softball all my life and I love sports, so I think the idea of extreme baseball is pretty cool, but I've only seen the first episode. Um, The second episode comes out tomorrow, I believe, so I will be watching that eventually and keep you updated, but yeah, the gangs and the characters are really cool, the action's really cool, the game of extreme baseball itself is super cool. Like, there's different ways to pitch and catch. I don't really want to explain it all, but you can also physically fight someone, use MMA on them, punch them if you have the ball and they're trying to run to the base. So it's really cool, and it follows these two new characters who join Tribe 9, who is right now the top of the game of Extreme Baseball. And they're trying to keep their name. All these gangs try to fight them and come in and then challenge them to extreme baseball. And they have the best player on their team who's always hitting home runs. So we'll get to see how these new characters adapt to the game. But this is just really a fun watch, um, which is a good break from all the other really serious stuff that I'm watching and reading at the moment. So yeah, I'm really excited about all of these anime. I was also watching Shaman King, and I put that on hold. I was at around episode 27 or so, and I liked it, but I don't know. I just wasn't so excited to watch it each week, and these things were taking over and making me want to watch them a little more. So, might get back to Shaman King? Not sure. So now we're going to go into my manga that I am currently reading, which is kind of a lot. I'm not going to cover all of the ongoing series that I'm waiting for and stuff because that would be a lot, but the manga that I've read this week and last week. We're going to start with Shield 21 that I just finished all volume, all 37 volumes, and I talked about it a lot in my first podcast, but I didn't really talk about the ending. And no spoilers at all here, but I did really enjoy the ending. It was hype. It was a little bit rushed, the last kind of tournament, but there was 37 volumes. I mean, they probably didn't want to go much more, and that is understandable. I loved how they wrapped everything up. They gave us a solid ending and showed what happened to all of the characters 
in the future, a couple years past the manga. So I really appreciate all of that because I feel like a lot of manga and anime just do not give us a solid ending or any ending at all. So it wrapped up really nicely. Love Eyeshield 21. Recommend it to anyone. Everything else that I am currently reading, basically, I got in a haul recently. I'm waiting on this big right stuff haul that I really want, and it's been pending fulfillment for over a month, so just crying over here. I really don't want to cancel it because it has stuff I need, but it's fine. So the first um, thing that I read last week was Blood on the Tracks volume 7, I believe, the latest volume. I love Shuzo Oshimi, I have Flowers of Evil, Happiness, and now Blood on the Tracks, and I'm going to be getting Inside Mari. Happiness is my favorite out of those, but I'm really liking Blood on the Tracks. It's, I mean, just like all of his manga, it's very interesting, creepy, realistic-ish spin on things, like this could really happen, and does really happen to some extent and after each volume there's always a twist or something happening it just goes by so fast i reach his volumes in like 15 minutes but they are definitely worth it so blood on the tracks is about this overprotective to say the least relationship between this mother and her son some crazy things happen, which leads the mom and son to have a secret that they are the only ones who know. And the son contemplates this a lot because he's very close with his mom. And he's wondering, should I tell people or what should I think of my mom after knowing this, kind of seeing a different side to her? And the mom shows many different sides of her and how she might struggle with her own mental illnesses and... There's a lot that goes into this and the son struggling with relationships with women outside of his mom. So there's a lot that goes into it. If you like psychological thrillers, definitely recommend any of Oshimi. I also picked up from Right Stuff a delinquent manga called Worst. They only had volume one for some reason and I can't find any other volumes anywhere. So that kind of sucks. There's like 37 out and I really enjoyed the first volume. So I don't know about that one, but but Worst is about this boarding school for boys, and there are these five boys that are staying in this house together for this boarding school, and one of them goes to one high school, and the other four go to another high school. The high school that the four boys go to is basically known for being a delinquent school. In fact, the first day, they make all of the freshmen get into this big fight so they can determine the biggest, most badass freshman right from the start, and then they kind of lead the ranks as the years go by. There are a lot of top competitors in the freshman group, and the seniors vote on it and bet on them and everything, but there is one freshman who is out of town that nobody knows. He's a big, bald guy. Everyone just calls him bald head, basically. And he's this big, big, huge guy, but comes off as really stupid and friendly and naive. But the truth is that when he wants to be, he is a complete badass and a really good fighter and will kind of beat the shit out of anyone. So we're exploring him and he wants to lead this worst school, as they call it, for all the worst kids. We also have another character in the boarding house with him who is not strong at all. He's rather short and wimpy and nerdy. And he says he wants to train. He wants to be able to fight. So we'll, we will probably see that progress. And we have the other two who are in the gang life and they thought they were big and bad until they met Baldhead and the other guy who is very mysterious, who I am sure is the best fighter of them all. But it was very funny. Fight scenes were cool. The art was cool. Typical delinquent style manga and I really hope to get more of it. Next on my list is Kaiji. So 
Kaiji is a gambling manga with a lot of mind games in it. I actually only read a little bit of it because I started reading it today and I'm going to keep finishing it, but I have volumes one and two and they're pretty big omnibuses, so definitely going to keep you updated on that and I'm really excited for this because I've heard a lot of great things about Kaiji, so that is what I'm reading like actually right now. And I guess it's the same manga car artist as um, Case Cox, Case Closed, or Detective Conan. That's what the Barnes & Noble person was talking about with me, which is funny. She wants Case Closed um, manga to be sold in Barnes & Noble. So maybe one day. The next thing I am reading is Mao, which is by the creator of Inuyasha. Mao is a really interesting story, kind of hard to explain, but it is about this girl and she goes into this alley where a lot of mysterious accidents happen, including when she was a kid, she got into a car accident with her parents and she was the only one who survived. So she goes down this alley and it transports her back way into the past. It was the same exact location, but years and years back to the past. And there she meets a guy and his Shinigami who go around the spirit world basically chasing away or killing bad spirits that are doing harm to people and also looking for this giant cat spirit who cursed him. He Mao does not die, he is invincible and He's been alive for hundreds and hundreds of years, so he wants to find and defeat this cat who cursed him, which also has a tie to the main character. I'm really liking the story so far, and it has a lot of really good action, so I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm on volume three. Next is one I'm really excited for, one of my favorite reads right now, which is Peach Boy Riverside. Peach Boy Riverside, I watched the anime, and it was really good, but the manga is even better, guys. It reminds me a lot of Higarashi. They go from really cute to crazy in a second. They're killing demons. Um, there's a lot of talk about race, and there's a demi-human and a demon traveling with a human with these crazy powers, and then there's just a normal human in there, and they're all traveling together, and... They experience how demi-humans aren't allowed in some towns and how people think of demons as only one way. And the main character is confused as she comes from this small town and hasn't really experienced other races. And she's wondering why everyone cares if she's a demi-human. And it's just some cool physiological stuff in there. Like she has the power to kill any demon she sees. But she doesn't want to, and instead she wants to talk with the demons about how her and humans can get along. That, along with the other main character, who is Peach Boy Makoto, he his eyes turn into peaches when he comes across a demon, and he can kill any of them. He strikes fear into any demon he sees, he kills them for fun, he enjoys it, and he feels no remorse from it. So... Him and the other main character, Sally, their values are vastly different, but they're still friends, and it is a really unique story full of fantasy, and like I said, just really great action, great art. The anime is also good, but it does a weird sequencing thing where it the episodes are just not in order at all, and it's really confusing. I don't know why they did that, but... Please just go check out the manga or anime, but mainly the manga. And now I am on episode four. I mean manga volume four, and it just keeps getting better. The last manga that I have been reading these past couple weeks is a manhwa, which is a Korean manga called The Breaker. Shocker, another MMA type fighting type delinquent manga. I read the first Omnibus and just bought Omnibus 2. I haven't read it, but I am really excited about it. It follows a main character who is getting bullied all the time, and he has a new substitute teacher. 
one day he sees his substitute teacher completely kicking people's ass in an alley and discovers that his teacher is this really good undercover MMA fighter and he is in fact not really a teacher but doing this for a job. So because he knows this secret of his teacher in order to keep the secret he bribes the teacher to start teaching him his MMA style and he really tries hard at this wants to be able to defend himself so it's really cool seeing him in this training and how he's growing and becoming more confident and also his relationship with the teacher is extremely funny because the teacher is just some really goofy funny guy but then he can get really really serious and he has like a name in the underground crime organizations everybody knows him everybody's trying to kill him so we got some politics here with the gang organizations they're trying to hunt the teacher down the teacher is trying to defend himself and complete this mission and then he's also teaching one of his students to do mma now we're going to get into my list of manga that i want to collect or read this year all of them i will not be able to get to this particular year but this is just my list that I will put it in my phone notes and just kind of jot down any manga that catches my eye or that I want to remember to buy. So I'm going to go through this list and see what's on there myself because I don't look at it that often. Just looking at this list on my phone for the first time, there are a lot of manga on here. So I'm just going to read them off. We have Eden, Lost World, very rare and hard to collect, No Longer Human, Akira, I recently watched the Akira movie for the first time, and it was great, I get all the hype, definitely want the manga, but never want to spend that price right now. I have a manga called Sarai, which I have volume one of. I got it at a thrift store. It is like made in the 1950s or something like that. Very rare. I just put it here in case I ever come across it or the only place I've seen it is on eBay. I think they only made about eight volumes in English. So even if I complete the collection, it's only eight volumes in English, but it was really cool and the art was crazy so definitely gonna keep a lookout for that one i have black lagoon on my list drifting classroom i put a star in front of drifting classroom if i put a star on it that means it's something that is like really high up on my list i have been wanting this manga for so long but again I just never want to spend that money on one volume, but I kind of need to because I know I'll love it, and the big omnibus versions are really cool. There's only three of them, so soon and hopefully this year, I will get Drifting Classroom. I want to get into a lot more horror manga, but I'm not that much of a fan of Junji Ito. I'll explain that in a different podcast, but yeah, Drifting Classroom. Then we have Slam Dunk, a basketball anime. Slam Dunk and Aisha 21 are known as some of the best sports manga ever. And I have Aisha 21, so I would really like Slam Dunk, and I know I'm going to enjoy that. There is a movie coming out, I believe, about... I'm not sure what chapters or volumes it follows, but there is a movie, and I'm going to watch it. Under that, we have two manga. They're actually both both on my anime watch list, too, I know, which are Ace of Diamond and World Trigger. So I'm not sure. I have to look into them if I should collect the manga or read the anime or watch the anime. Um, Ace of Diamond is a baseball manga slash anime. And again, I mentioned I played softball my whole life. I've been loving I mean, I only watched Haiku as a sports anime, and then I read Aisha 21, so I like the genre, and I've heard good things about Ace of Diamond, so definitely want to watch or read. Not sure which one, 
leaning a little more toward watch, but if you guys can let me know on my Instagram, undercoverotaku22, please let me know which one's better, because I will appreciate that. Moving on to World Trigger, again, heard really good things specifically about the anime. I'm not sure about the manga. I think for this one, I will probably watch the anime. I think it's at three seasons now. I'm not even completely sure what it's about, but this one is like high on my to-watch list. So again, I don't know, manga or anime, maybe both for some of these. Next is Master Keaton, which is a Urasawa manga. I kind of forgot what it is about, but I want to collect everything Urasawa, so definitely going to collect that. Not sure when. Then I have Astra Lost in Space. I've seen a lot of people reviewing it. I think the art looks really cool, and that's really all I know about it. I have Classroom of the Elite. So when I put this on this list, I was assuming it was going to be the light novel, but they're actually coming out with a manga of it this year. So I'm definitely going to get the manga because I watched the anime. We all know it needs a season two and everyone was saying the light novel is better. But I haven't been much into reading light novels. I've actually never read one. I have uh, Kakashi's story light novel I still need to read. But I've just been liking manga more. So Classroom of the Elite manga I am definitely going to check out. Then we have Phantom Tales of the Night. I... Honestly, do not remember anything about this, but I'm sure there is a reason that it made it on my list, so I will have to re-research that. <laughs> Again, if you guys know anything or have any recommendations about anything on this list or anything else I might like, please let me know. Go to my email, go to Twitter, go to Instagram. Let me know. I want to talk about all this stuff and also see what's on your guys' list. Next is The Killer Inside. Uh, I'm not sure completely if this is in English, but I just see a, little, a lot of people posting it on Instagram, and it looks really cool. I love killer, slasher, horror, psychological stuff, so it is very intriguing to me, and I do want it. After that is The Death Note Guidebook. I have almost all of death note collected i collected the all black editions i just need volume four which is like really hard to find for some reason i didn't even know there's a guidebook but i absolutely love death note it is an anime that definitely has my heart i haven't read the manga yet but i already know i'm gonna love it and the guidebook says a lot of secrets and little tips about death note and the story in general and also has a card that says Elle's real name on it so I just think that's a really cool like keepsake and fan type of thing so really want to get that under that we have Bestarious best b-e-s-t-i-a-r-i-u-s again I have no clue I told you some of the things I write in here I don't even know myself but that is on my list we have Out under that, which I am reading online. I think I just wrote it here to remind myself to keep checking if I find it somewhere. Brutal, um, I'm assuming, is another delinquent manga. Blood Lad. I've been off and on wanting to collect Blood Lad for a very long time and then I'll like read some reviews that says it's really bad and then I'll read some that says it's really good and I think the art looks cool I think it seems like a cool concept I believe it's vampires I mean blood lad obviously seems like it and there's like this vampire underworld that a human comes into or something I don't know 50 50 on whether I want to get that but it's on my list I wrote the Naruto character book on here big naruto fan i'm not gonna ever collect the naruto manga so maybe a naruto character book could be cool i have crows on here which is another delinquent manga i believe it is actually the prequel to worst which i'm reading now so 
maybe should have got that first, but all these delinquent manga are only Japanese usually, and they're hard to find. Delinquent manga, I'm hoping after Tokyo Revengers, there will be a bigger popularity or even more stories coming up with delinquent manga or making it into anime. After that, I have Hajime no Ippo, which is a boxing manga that everybody talks about. I think it's super long, I'm not sure, but I really like boxing fighting manga, as we know, and this seems to be the best that everyone says, so definitely need to check that out. I have Land of the Lustrious, which that is very, very, very high on my list. That is definitely going to be the next series that I start collecting, probably alongside Inside Mari, which is not even on this list right now, but... I don't know. I really want to check out Land of the Lustrious. I think the volume covers are really cool. The story and art seems cool, and I just really want that manga. So that one I'm for sure going to get this year. All right, we're going to towards the bottom of my list. Now we have Billy Bat, another Naoki Urasawa. And I am not completely sure what it is about, but... I know it's old and pretty rare, but everyone who's read it enjoys it, and I think mainly Urasawa fans get it, so again, I want everything Urasawa, and I want to do a big review of all of Urasawa's works, so hopefully one day I can read Billy Bat. After that, we have Dead Mount Death Parade. I nearly bought that at Barnes & Noble, but I had like 10 volumes of manga, and a lot of them were omnibuses, so... I kind of had to decide which ones to take and which ones to leave, and I took away Dead Mount Death Parade. Um, again, it's kind of off and on with reviews on whether people think it's overrated or people don't like it, but I think the covers are really cool and the aspect is, and I really want to read that, so I think I will be getting that this year for sure. And I will definitely let you guys know how it is once I read it. We are reaching the last five on my list, and starting with Hikaru Nogo. I know this is a very loved manga. I believe it's a card game or some type of game manga. Not even completely sure, but I only hear good things about it, so I want to check it out. After that, we have Mashal, which is a school of magic and muscles, I believe. I hear really good reviews about that, and I mean, just hearing it, the name, and looking at the covers, it just sounds cool. It's like Hogwarts with guys with muscles, or maybe working out. I'm not sure, but definitely, definitely going to check that one out. So, the last three on my list are all ones that I actually wrote about in my blog of the most anticipated 2022 anime or manga. And these were the ones that kind of caught my eye the most. One of them, which I believe comes out soon, is called From the Red Fog. It is about this guy who has a serial killer for a mother, and then he gets adopted, and these urges start coming up into him, and he's realizing all this other stuff about himself. So it just seems really crazy, psychological thriller, and definitely up my alley. The other one coming out this year is Welcome Back Alice, which is a Shuzo Ashimi manga about three friends and some crazy stuff that goes on between them, and it's Shuzo Ashimi, so definitely going to get it no matter what. The last thing on my list is called Under Ninja. I believe it is from the mangaka who wrote I Am a Hero, not completely sure though. And I guess there's only six volumes, but the cover art looks super cool. He's on this little moped with a shotgun. Some things that I have not added to this list that I am also thinking of getting would be Record of Ragnarok. Um, That was always on my list. And then I watched the anime, and I know the manga is way better than the anime. But now I'm like, I watched the anime, so should I care about the manga? I'm not sure. I might end up still checking it out. But let me know what you guys think and if you guys are still going to get it. I see most people are still getting it, so I might check it out. We will see. 
And of course, we have Tokyo Revengers. I didn't need to add it on my list because I'm going to get it as soon as the volumes drop. Even though I did read it online, I'm going to collect all the manga. And it's probably going to be one of my favorite things in my collection. So, very excited for that. And I know I'm going to get a bunch of manga that aren't even on my list this year. So, here's to a good year of 2022 collecting manga. Now for the last topic of today's podcast, we have my watch list. I use my Annie list. I used to use my anime list, but I don't know. I don't know why I switched. I like the layout of this a little better. It says when the new episodes are about to come and it just is more appealing looking to me, but it doesn't have a lot of the manga that I'm reading or a lot of the anime that I watched, it's just randomly not on here sometimes, so that kind of sucks. It says in my completed that I have completed 96 series, which is a lot, I would say. And again, it's definitely over 100 because I didn't add a lot of the things that I watched way back in the day or that I watched it and dropped or anything like that really like I said there's a lot of series that is also not on this app so I've definitely seen over 100 series um since 2017 so I don't know I feel like that's a good amount but we are going to go into my plan to watch list and I have 21 things really down I'm gonna get to all of these but in 2021 or 2022. Let's not bring up 2021, but we'll see. So this is in no order of how I want to watch it or anything. I think it's actually in, yes, it's in alphabetical order. So we have Ace of Diamond, as I mentioned. I think I might want to watch the anime over the manga, but again, you guys let me know. We have Beastars Season 2 under that. I know I am very behind. I watched Beastars Season 1 while it was airing. Still have yet to get to Season 2, and I really, really need to do that. Next is Bakurano. So, Bakurano is a manga and anime. This really depressing anime about kids who have to control these mechs and fight for their lives. And a lot of them die, and it shows all their sad backstories. I remember Connor from Trash Taste saying this is one of his favorite anime and one of the only ones that made him cry. So that shit, it is sad, but I also like stuff like that. The manga is really hard to find, but I have volumes one and two. So I will probably watch the anime and also try collecting the manga, but we will see. I just want to be in the right mindset, you know, when I'm watching stuff like that. That's why I have no intention to read Goodnight Poon Poon, although a lot of people talk about it. It's just not my thing. Like, I don't want to feel depressed. I feel that enough when my manga is happy. (laughs) So, that's that. Under that, we have bottom tier character Tomozaki. I do not remember what this is about. I think... It is about this nerd gamer guy and this girl tries to teach him how to be popular or something. I don't know. Usually not my taste. Maybe I thought it would be funny. Not sure. Maybe I will check it out. After that, we have something called Build Divide number zero code black. I'm pretty sure this was a last season anime. No clue what it's about. Art looks cool. We'll check it out and see. Under that is Darker Than Black. I've heard a lot of great things about Darker Than Black, and I really, really do need to watch that one for sure. Then we have Deep Insanity, The Lost Child. Seems like something that I will love. That is probably top five of what I will be watching next. We have Drifters on here. Drifters is a manga I kind of wanted to collect. Doesn't seem like I'll be able to collect it. It is always going for so much money. 
but it is about almost like a berserk, I think, type thing. It is about a war in the fantasy worlds, like, there's ogres and demons and fairies, and it's this bloody death battles, so we'll see. Maybe the anime is good. I am interested in the manga, though. After that, I'm surprised I have not seen this because Gurren Lagann is, like, my third or fourth favorite anime, but it's Gurren Lagann in the movie Childhood's End. I really need to watch that. I have this weird thing about anime movies. It's like, I really want to be so deeply invested in something and have a series and episodes that I've not really watched any anime movies. I've watched Akira and A Silent Voice, and they were both very good, but that's literally all I've watched. Not a Studio of Ghibli. I haven't watched um, Princess Mononoke. I really, really want to watch, and all the other ones, so that should be a whole podcast in itself where I take a week and watch a bunch of anime movies and talk about them, so... Maybe I'll do that. I've also been seeing on Hulu, there is an Astro Boy movie. It's not like an anime anime. More like a, I don't know how to describe it. But it's an Astro Boy movie and I've heard it was pretty good. So I'm going to check that out as well. Going back to my list, we have Housing and Housing Ultimate. I made a blog post about anime characters with the highest kill count, and Alucard from Helsing was very high on that list, and I'm surprised I've just never really watched it. I hear a lot of great things about it. I love vampires and murder and all that shit, so I know I will love this, and that is definitely high on my watch list too. I will be watching that very soon. I kind of wanted to collect the manga, but everyone talks so highly of the anime I think I might just watch the anime. Maybe collect the manga eventually, too. Then we have a series called Katanagatari. I remember it being talked about and highly praised on Trash Taste, which is a anime, manga, just Japan in general podcast from some pretty big anime YouTubers. So how they described it, it seemed really cool and like something I would like, so... That is on my list. I've been wanting to watch it for a while. Also, this is a unpopular opinion. I know it doesn't have anything to do with Monogatari, but I watched the first season of Monogatari and I absolutely hated it. I'm someone who doesn't mind slow burners, like, at all. I've watched many slow burners. I like it if it adds to the story, but Monogatari just felt like a slice of life and do not get the hype. But, you know, you like what you like. Under that is a very popular one that I feel like I should have watched by now, and it is Kanosuba. So, Kanosuba is a parody of the isekai genre, if I am correct. I already know Aqua and Megaman and Darkness and basically all of the characters' names because of how popular this is. I just... I'm not big into comedy or slice of life, or parody anime, like, when I watch anime, usually I want something really dark and deep, and something that's gonna make me think, so that's why I haven't watched it yet, but I definitely need to, because all I hear is good things about it. Then we have Log Horizon, which is kind of, like, sort of online. People get sucked into this RPG video game, They have different classes and everything like that and form guilds. Um, I watched like the first five episodes before and I remember I really liked it. And then I didn't watch it for so long. I forgot what happened. So Log Horizon is on my list. I pretty much know I'm going to enjoy it. And yeah. P.S. I did not really like Sword Art Online. I dropped it at like 12 episodes, but I get why people like it for sure. Then I have a series, which I have no clue what it's about, called Shiki Zakura. It was probably a last season anime that I never checked out. We'll see. I'll definitely at least watch the first couple episodes and see what it's about or how it is. Under that is one that I'm, I've been interested in for a little bit, called 
Skate the Infinity, and it's about skateboarder boys, and I hear it's really funny and goes into some interesting topics, so yeah, that one's been on my list for a while. The art looks really cool, kind of like a Sport X Games anime, possibly. I'm not sure, but we'll check that one out. Then I have the case study of Vanitas. A lot of people talk about this and praise this, so I just want to check it out, see how it is. Then The Devil is a Part-Timer. I'm not sure if Season 2 is already out or it's coming out, but I've been wanting to watch that for a long time, and the fact that Season 2 is about to come out or is out kind of pushed me to want to watch it more. So yeah, that's going to be a series I'm definitely going to check out this year. Then we have a series called The Severing Crime Edge. I almost watched this before because I randomly found it on Crunchyroll. It's this girl with long hair and this guy who has an obsession with scissors or something. And it's like Joey, the anime man, talked about it and he said it's really good and creepy. So I'm trusting him and I'm intrigued. We will see how it is. We've now reached the final two on my list thus far, which are Wonder Egg Priority. That was a last season anime, which a lot of people really praised. I guess the ending wasn't up to par, but overall it seemed pretty good and it definitely interested me. Something, it seemed very different than any other anime that is out right now, which is cool. And the last one is World Trigger, which I mentioned is also in my manga, and I'll probably watch the anime. I guess it is 73 episodes, so that will be a big one. So there we have it, everyone. That is what I'm currently reading and watching, and what I will hopefully be reading and watching this upcoming year. Let me know what you guys are reading and watching, and what you plan to collect throughout this year and let's hope 2022 is a great year for anime one of my upcoming podcasts next week we will be going over the anime crunchyroll anime awards of 2021 which i always love and i'm interested in so i want to go over the voting with you guys and pick my picks who i think should win and with that thank you for listening to the podcast and i will see you next episode